Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program, Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 7, Day 1, opening with our Bible verse of the day, coming from 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. We begin and end with love, because without love, the rest really doesn't matter. The final week of this program focuses on love with regard to relationships and weight management, whether the relationship is with self, a significant other, a spouse, or a child. First, we will start off with self. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4, 8. You will never be perfect. Unfortunately, many people seek out weight loss programs because at some level they believe they are unlovable. Although our first love has not abandoned us, we don't always trust him when it comes to finding and sustaining love. We believe we need to look a certain way in order to live happily ever after. Since most of us are not in the supermodel category, it is easy to blame our unlucky attempts at love on our physical appearance, ruining our self-esteem. In this search for love without God, many appear to be living a healthy lifestyle, but they are not. Both weight gain and weight loss can be a type of self-inflicted abusive behavior. There are countless women and young girls punishing themselves with eating disorders or over-exercising every single day. Both single and divorced female clients have told me they believe their ideal mate could never love them just as they are. Perhaps a boyfriend or spouse left them for a younger, prettier, skinnier model, or they have abandonment issues from childhood. Whatever the case, these poor souls are striving for an unrealistic version of themselves. This distracts them from being who God created them to be. Since they are never satisfied, they continue to overexercise and diet in search of the perfect body, which they believe will bring the perfect love. If you have to go through unrealistic efforts for the supposed love of your life to be attracted to you, you will have to continue to jump through these hurdles in order to keep it. This has zero to do with God's version of love. Besides wreaking havoc on your state of health, you most likely will get farther from your weight goal than closer because of unsustainable draconian efforts. Although a healthy self-esteem involves wanting to look your best, without putting God first, even this can get distorted. Plastic surgery is ubiquitous in Dallas. I've actually heard husbands tell their spouses, Honey, if you want to get X done, Dallas is the place to do it. A gym owner recently confided in me that there were girls in their teens at his gym that had already had work done because they competed in beauty contests. If we start with plastic surgery in our teens, where do we go from there? A healthy life does not come from starving, purging, unnecessary surgery, or over-exercising, which all result in less energy to serve the kingdom. You will always be loved. If it is God's will for you to be married, then he already has your spouse picked out for you. He has to pick out the spouse, not you. If he has other plans for your life, no perfect weight or body part is going to change that. Our purpose is to love him first, whether we are married or not. If marriage is his plan for your life, he may just be waiting on you to love him first. He was in my case. After prioritizing that relationship, you are then better off using your gifts, time, and energy to love your neighbor. You might just run into someone else who is doing the same. 
The spark should be the light of Christ that exists between two hearts. You can't beat those fireworks. All else is shifting sands. God's timing. I remember being over 30 and not married, which was considered old at the time. Most of my friends had walked down the aisle and were celebrating the birth of a baby or two. Even if I was not questioning what was wrong with me for still being single and over 30, others were. Meanwhile, a Navy pilot friend of mine told me about the White House Military Social Aid Program. I applied and was excited to interview. However, I did not get a call back. I was then transferred to Fort Detrick, Maryland, home of the Ebola virus. I lived in Frederick, Maryland, which at the time was a 100% bedroom community. To put this in layman's terms, there were zero single people in Frederick. Well, almost. On the plus side, I was surrounded by beautiful farmland. However, just like the cows, I felt a bit like I had been put out to pasture, although I was reminded that Jesus was single. So instead of face planting into a tub of Ben and Jerry's every night, I began to read the Psalms every morning. Instead of going home to a lonely apartment after work, I decided to join the church choir. Instead of stuffing my face with popcorn, crying over late night chick flicks on Friday nights, I went on long, beautiful bike rides on Saturday mornings, appreciating his creation. Instead of looking at families lamenting whether or not I was ever going to have one, I taught Sunday school and served at a local soup kitchen. This was also when I decided to go to counseling to deal with recurring negative childhood patterns that led to poor relationship choices. I decided to no longer allow my past to ruin my future. It was time to move forward from bad relationship Groundhog Day. I did the work, and so can you. Then one day, out of the bucolic blue skies of Frederick, Maryland, the phone rang. Just as I was finally starting to embrace cow pastures, an unexpected curveball came my way. It was the White House calling to notify me that I had a second interview. It had been more than a year after my first interview. I thought that ship had sailed. Many times in life we get a no, or there's a delay, and we have no idea why. So of course we assume that it must be our fault. This often leads to unhealthy behaviors. We never think that just maybe it has something to do with God's timing. I later realized, had I gotten into the program when I first interviewed, I would have never met my husband, who also happened to be in the same program with a later start date, since these were typically only two-year assignments. The delay in timing allowed me to meet him. The delay in timing allowed me to mature spiritually and emotionally, leading to a healthier lifestyle. The delay in timing allowed me to go to counseling and heal from past hurts. Although it didn't feel like it at the time, the delay in timing was not a delay at all. It was God's timing. Not everyone is called to be married. Whatever your situation, bloom where you are planted. Take the time to flourish while healing from past hurts if needed. Being single is the least complicated stage of life, so take advantage of counseling if you need it. Then, if marriage does wind up being your calling, you have a better chance of being happily married for 20 years instead of being miserable for 30 or winding up in divorce court. Either way, you have a better chance of being happier, period, when you take time to love yourself and heal from past hurts. Today's reflection, bloom where you are planted. Today's action, recognize that you will always be loved. Number two, trust God's timing. His timing is better. Number three, it's time to move on from relationship Groundhog Day. If you need help, get it. I did, and it worked. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.